Welcome to Unsorted, the Lego podcast about bricks, life, and all the shite in between. Join the brick keeper Sam Jones, Joe of Skylab Bricks, and myself, Cut the Craggle, as we discuss what happened during our Lego Dark Ages and how we got back into the brick-based hobby, and just generally shoot the fat. Or is that chew the shit? Remember, this podcast is not safe for work and not suitable for children. There will be bad language and crude jokes. If this is not for you, then navigate away. In other words, if you don't like it, fuck off. Hi and welcome back to Unsorted. Remember, you can listen to this show as an audio-only experience where all good podcasts are available, but if you want to catch the live and uncut video version, you need to be right here, right now. Or become a YouTube channel member for the low, low price of 99 pence, 99 cents. Other currencies are available, and that's more shameless self-promotion than I'm comfortable with. So, let's get right into it. Today, we're going to be chatting about our LEGO Dark Ages, and what got us back into the LEGO hobby. And by we, I of course am joined by my two charming co-hosts. First up, you know him as the Brick Keeper. Others might think he's just a madman with a box. But to me, he's the reason why I lie awake at night questioning my sexuality. It's Mr. Sam Jones! Oh, I like that. <laughs> yes. That's what she said. How are we doing? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, do you know what? I'm just, I'm really, really ecstatic now because I make you lie away and question <laughs> your sexuality. That, I'm, I'm, that's, that's goals. That's goals. Is there I'm a done. higher compliment out there? I don't think so. I don't think there is, mate. I think that's me done for the day. Great. Well, okay then. And, uh, well, if you're done, I might as well introduce our second co-host. He's joining us, or haunting us, rather, from all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. And honestly, sometimes I think that's too close for comfort. It's Joe of Skylab Bricks! Would you two take care of your make-out sessions before we start recording? Because this is making me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Because as you just mentioned, I'm all the way across the Atlantic. I can't join you yet. <laughs> yet being the optimal word there. Oh, I'm up for threesome. <laughs> oh, no. oh my word. Isn't that what this podcast is? I mean, I expect this from Sam, like, you know, but <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I'm pleasing everybody today. <laughs> and no one has ever called me charming, by the way. Not sure how comfortable I am with that. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I did kind of choke on the words a little bit. I wrote it yeah, down and like, I was like, charming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Oh. So last week we played Lego Smash or Pass. Woo! And much like Sam after a few beers, it seemed to go down rather well. <laughs> but. As it has only been seven days, there's not really been any new LEGO sets revealed or leaked for us to react to. So, instead, I've come up with a little game for us to play. Oh, no. Oh, dear. What could this be? I was going to say, you came up with Smash, Smash or Pass last week. I thought that was, that was like, 
the the best. The pinnacle. You can't top it. You can't top it. Not two weeks in a row. <laughs> probably not. No, this is probably going to be a massive disappointment. But anyway, uh. due to copyright law, we are going to play Lego Connect Free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, right. Okay. Um, All right. So I'm going to give you a sequence of three seemingly unrelated and random clues, and I want you to tell me the connection they share. Okay. If you can tell me the connection after seeing all the clues, I'll give you one point. If you only need two clues, you'll get two points. And if by some miracle you're able to guess it after only one clue, I'll award you a whopping three points. Oh, Jesus. I think. I, do I need? Do I need okay. a pen and paper to write down my own points? Or have you got this? I, I've got this. It's fine. Oh, okay, we've, we've okay. got. We've got listeners who are probably going to keep track, and yeah, they yeah, know. It, it they know I will bribe them. <laughs> <laughs> there is no prize for this, by the way. So you know, you only have the honor of winning. Oh man! Yeah, but you wouldn't swindle anyone, either of us, out of points, would you? I mean, you know. Um. Anyway. Right to the game. The game. To right, the game. Um, to, so to answer, you need to, first of all, buzz in. And so I can tell you apart, I fashioned a oh, unique God. buzzer for each of you. Now, this might not work because we currently have our headphones on so that we don't get feedback from each of us talking, you know, due to lags with internet and all. Very complicated stuff. Sam thinks he's figured out a way. So first of all, Sam, if you would care to demonstrate, your buzzer goes like... <laughs> What is it? I think I just about heard that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. that was good. That was good. That was For good. anybody who okay. d- didn't hear it, it was it was the Flash Gordon theme. It was. And uh, Joe, if you'd be so kind, your buzzer goes like. What? Okay. First of all, well done, Kragle. Well done. Okay, so they, they do work. Great. So, All right. is everyone clear on the rules? Is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Here okay. we go. Right, let's start. 42113 Bell Bowen V22 Osprey. Okay. Uh-huh. 77014 Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom. Flash? I heard Flash. Go on, Sam. Is it sets that were announced, sort of partially released, oh. and then withdrawn due to conflicts of interest or didn't match the lego lego's branding themes or whatever i'm gonna give you that it is cancel lego sets yeah so if we look at the third clue so so far sam has got two points so we'll make a note of that somewhere the third clue was going to be the 60278 the lego city crooks hideout raid wow that's a big set yeah they are all sets that have been cancelled the the Osprey was cancelled after the German Peace Society organised a petition and uh, amid broader questions from the Lego community about the ethics of making a set based on what is, in reality, a modern military vehicle, which Lego says they don't do. Yeah. Um, the Temple of Doom set was cancelled. The official reason was so that Lego could optimise their planned product line. <laughs> but the general feeling is that it was cancelled due to fears about being culturally and, and racially insensitive. Temple of Doom, fun movie, but it's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> the Crooks Hideout Raid set was cancelled due to not keeping with the values of the Lego City brand. 
presumably because it's centered around a dynamite factory, but uh. that one I don't get because <laughs> you have a dynamite bundle as a Lego accessory for minifigures, and you know you can see from the picture it was a very cartoon esque dynamite factory. Hmm. Hmm. That's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, interestingly, there is a little bit of anomaly here because the Osprey, whilst it was cancelled, made it so far in production that some people managed to get their hands on it. It was sent to some stores and oh, sold, or people you know fell off the back of a lorry. Yeah, uh, I think a few of the Temple of Doom minifigs have uh, found their ways into pockets of factory workers and <laughs> wow. onto Instagram. So yeah, so yeah, well done, Sam. All right, now you get the idea of this. We'll go on to the next uh, next round. Okay, I'm ready. What's the connection between these three? 60335 Lego City train station. Okay. 70423 Hinside Paranormal Intercept Bus 3000. Okay. 76959 Jurassic Park Triceratops Research. Joe? They're all just giant pieces of shit. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I'm, I am tempted to give that to you because the connection is, is shit. It is actually, the connection is shit. Okay, all right. Because I'll, I'll talk you through it, right? Okay. Okay. If this is convoluted, man, I don't think you under... Oh, oh it literally is. <laughs> it is. The Lego City train station has you place a brown poop piece inside the bowl <laughs> of the toilet. Oh, jeez, that made it through? <laughs> the paranormal intercept bus has a possessed loo that, thanks to a concealed play feature, actually shoots pancake Shoot. turds out of its mouth. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and the Triceratops research literally has a big brick-built pile of shit that you can actually take apart to rummage through and find some undigested berries inside. So, Joe, I'm going to give you that point okay. for that. Yeah, okay. he deserves it. Okay, on to the, the third and final round, okay? okay? So this is your last chance now to, uh, All right. to win the coveted non-existent trophy. Go for it. Aquacraft. What? Bioheads, Galijago. <sighs> Sam, I heard you buzz in. Is it what themes could have been named? It's not, no. Okay. Joe, Aquacraft, <laughs> Bioheads, Galijago. What's the connection? You can have another go, Sam, as well, by the way, but you have to buzz in first. Uh, hmm. Are they themes that are known by a different name in another country? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh, Sam? Uh, I was going to go for that. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to go for literally bad translations. I draw, I'm going to quickly have a look over at the chat just to see what other people have guessed. Uh, so, Space Time Bricks, you have said knockoff themes. Good guess, but no. Uh, Jacob, I think, is uh, is thinking along the same lines as you two. He said test names for themes that were changed. No, but uh, I can see why you all think that. You are right in that it's it's linked to themes. So Are they themes that are coming up shortly? No. <laughs> okay, all right. So much like the word Lego, which was made by combining the two Danish words Legot, meaning play well, these are words made by combining two different Lego themes. Oh my god. Specifically, the first part of a retired Lego theme and the last part of a current Lego theme. How am I supposed to know that? So, Aquacraft is basically <laughs> Aquazone plus Minecraft. <laughs> 
Bioheads <laughs> is a marriage between Bionicle and Bionicle Brickheads. Yeah. And oh, Galijago is the bastard love child of Galador oh and Ninjago. <laughs> you got us on that one, mate. You really did. Uh, oh, bit too highbrow, maybe. <laughs> For this podcast, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, that, that was connect lego connect free i hope you enjoyed it obviously the clear yes. winner there with two points is sam but joe you mm. got one point you know yeah if only because just because you like saying shit basically isn't it oh shit yeah so speaking of uh of past uh lego themes we're gonna go into the past now because we're gonna be talking about our lego dark ages um First up, we probably need to explain to some viewers or some listeners rather what exactly is a Lego Dark Age. So most adult fans of Lego will admit there was probably a time when Lego dropped off their radar. It's often around the period of your life when you stop being a kid fan of Lego and become interested in other stuff shall we say. It's before, basically, you get a disposable income, realise being an adult isn't that much fun after all, and come crawling mm. back to the bricks. So, yeah. Yeah. It's that, that that period. It happens at different times of life for different people, but more commonly it's around that, yeah, that era. So, Lego Dark Ages. Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about their Dark Age? Have you both had a Dark Age, first of all, I should oh, I ask? definitely had a Dark Age. Do definitely. you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Um, so when I was growing up, Lego was definitely a part of my youth, but I was kind of um, building set agnostic. I had several different types of building sets. I had connects. I had constructs, uh, erectors, Lego. I had off-brand Lego. Wait, wait, Tyco. wait. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. You had erectors. <laughs> I was wondering if that was gonna get left through. Is is that an actual thing? I had erectors. No way. <laughs> I did. I'm calling yeah. bullshit on that. Where's Google? Someone find. Someone find, look it up. You've never heard of erector set? No. <laughs> uh, can confirm it is a legit thing according to Google. Yep. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, I kind of had every. I had all kinds of sets, and so I wasn't specifically a Lego fan necessarily i loved lego it's just when i turned 14 15 i got into playing bass guitar and music uh and playing in bands just kind of like dominated my my finances and my spare time um until one day i just decided there's nowhere else to go in this company if i don't get my engineering degree so i quit work and i went back to school in my uh mid-30s to get my electrical engineering degree spoiler alert I currently am an electrical engineer, and I love it. Really? You're an electrical engineer? I, I don't think you've ever mentioned that before, Joe. No, it's not come up in conversation. I'm an electrical engineer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, I am not great at math, but if you know anything about electrical engineering, it's, it's one of the most math-heavy engineering uh, degrees out there. Um, I just needed something to decompress and i saw that lego had released the uh the saturn 5 set um and uh i went out and i said okay if i finish differential equations i will go buy this set i got my c plus in diff eq remember c's get degrees um and i uh went out and picked up that set and um 
If you know me, my favorite saying about myself is Joe doesn't half-ass anything. He's a full-ass kind of guy. I could not leave well enough alone. <laughs> I was always a fan of Skylab, Skylab Bricks. Um, it's kind of like my inspirational space story. And um, I saw some someone had made a modification to that set to put the Skylab space station on top of the Saturn V. And I found out how to get parts and I found out how to modify it. And then I saw um, someone had designed a, a launch umbilical tower. And I said, you know, maybe I'll build that and modify it for Skylab. And, and then I just kept going <laughs> and realized that what was out there was not detailed enough. And I got that had to make it more detailed and the voices wouldn't stop. Do you know what? I, I feel like... I thought this was going to be a podcast talking about our Lego Dark Ages. I feel like we've just turned into Joe's therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel he's getting a lot off his chest at the moment. He's getting a lot off it. No, during my Dark Ages, I, guitar was my thing. I, I, built, um, I built guitars. I built effects pedals. I built my own amps. Um, I, was, I got really into electronics and, and building my own sound, you know, so you were building stuff even when you weren't into Lego, basically. Exactly, exactly. Th that's why. That's why I sometimes say I'm not so much a Lego fan. It's I'm a building fan. I'm a maker, and I've chosen Lego as like my, as the medium of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So to, to summarize, I guess you you yeah. kind of fell out of Lego during the period that I was talking about when you were kind of like you know in the teenage years, a sort of young youth, going into doing music and stuff, but you still had that building outlet through making guitars and pedals and stuff. Always. I've always been a maker. I've always been a builder. I've always tinkered. That's just what I do. And it's it what it's what like brings me fulfillment. It's what I do to decompress is I make things. Yeah. And maybe Lego is a really good outlet for that. It's great for someone with ADHD to kind of focus on something. So do you actually have ADHD then? I do, yeah. If you don't want me asking. So I know you've, yeah. you've mentioned it a couple of times, but I wasn't sure if you were just using it as, you know, some people use it as a phrase just when they are a little bit anal about something. Um, <laughs> no, I was actually diagnosed with ADHD in my early 30s. And ah. when that happened, all of a sudden, it's just so much of my life made sense. Why I sucked in high school, but I did really good in college because it was something I was deeply interested in anyway i didn't want to i didn't want to go off on a tangent like that but yeah lego is a great release it, it, it's we joke about this all the time craggle i'm not into minifigs and that's one of the reasons i'm not into lego per se i'm into creating and yeah we just have different tastes that's all I love I love how all inclusive the Lego community is too. Like everyone. Well, debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Let's not go there. Anyway. <laughs> so, Sam, you've been quiet. Well, my my story ain't as ain't as good as Joe's. But are we? But oh, well, I, we, I, we can skip it if you want to. If you want, yeah. But the, the way I looked at it is, I, I went down my life and I sort of had, made a list of dates and reasons as to why I think <laughs> I may have had Le Lego Dark Ages. Okay. So, much like everybody else, 
Lego as a kid. I had Lego. My grandparents had Lego. So when I went to go stay at my grandparents' house... Did you have any erectors? Uh, there were no erectors to be seen. Not until in... he was like 12 or 13. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's a bit of a late bloomer, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He is a late bloomer, isn't he? I mean, I seem to remember being about 10 and a half my first one. I'm being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Oh, sorry, Sam. Go on. It's your t- it's on, your time Sam. now, sorry, baby. Man. So um, there were no erector sets, but there was connects. I did enjoy connects as well as a, as a kid, yeah, um, and it was absolutely fantastic. So it was always a toss up between connects and Lego, which one I enjoyed more. But connects, you can make things bigger quickly. That red box that's down there that is my nan. That is my nan. box of Lego. My grandma. Oh, no. but, Holy <laughs> shit, man! <laughs> No, it's. I mean, it's not. I know people use all sorts of things for urns nowadays, but holy fuck, man! It is not my nan. She is. <laughs> she is fine. That is. The, that is the box of Lego that I played uh, with at my grandma's house. That somewhere in there is an original ninety nine or two thousand and one or wherever it was Darth Maul minifig, as well as a Qui Gon Jinn minifig from the. Um, uh, Tatooine Lego set, which I know you and I, Craggle, have talked about um, before. Yes, yes, yeah. It, it's in that box somewhere. I don't, I don't know, man. The, it's in there. It could. I just not, that, I've never poured it out to look for it. Isn't and, that, and isn't that it. worth a buck or two now? Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sat there in a, in a <laughs> box, not sorted. In a, it's unsorted. It's unsorted. <laughs> it's unsorted. Oh, Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It's like in movies when they see the title, you know. That's we some kind, we some kind of Suicide Squad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We we finally made it, lads. Face off. So, after whole kid era, I kind of did a thing and joined the military and joined the Royal Air Force. At which point, I kind of, I lived in what was called single single block accommodation. So you lived on camp in the barrack blocks. So you didn't really have a lot of your own space to have Lego sets. In fact, my room was no bigger than my current Lego room. And it had a double bed, a desk, wardrobes, and a sink. And that was it. There were no shelves. So I didn't really do any Lego until sort of I left the military. And I remember one of the first Lego sets when I left the military that I got, which was in 2014, was um, the ideas delorean yeah baby and the original ideas x01 which we've all seen the state of because it's up there somewhere on a shelf but that kind of stopped for a bit i moved up back to north wales at the end of end of 2014 and don't ask me why i went technic ew yeah technic is for internal supports only my friend (laughs) i went and bought the massive crane the big plane, you know, the cargo oh. transport plane. And I, I, I did that for, you know, the, the whole 2015. And then that was it. I didn't buy anything else Lego related until, funny enough, the man who's in the chat, Idea Brickworks, um, Scott Bowman, invited me to Seattle to the Museum of Flight to help him build a massive 12-foot Saturn V <laughs> rocket. And I kind of rediscovered my love for Lego. He showed me studio and everything that he was designing it. And I went, I reckon I could give this a shot. Mm-hmm. So one of the very first things I designed in studio 
um, around the beginning of 2020 was a duck. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was the worst fucking thing in the world. I look back at it now and go, what is that? It was awful. I, I remember Scott, Scott let me come and stay at his house in Boise. And I, I, he said, there's some bricks. Make what you need. He showed me his Lego room. He said, "Have a, have, you know, <laughs> have a play and just build, build, build your duck." And I built my duck. And he looked at it afterwards and he went, "It's a good try." <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I decided it was a great idea to design my my TARDIS. Hey. And we all know how that went. That was my next thing after the duck. Okay. Well, the um, TARDIS is fantastic. I well, have one. Go, I have the original. But it's just a box. So you can't fuck up a box, really, can you? Well, I've seen, I mean... I've seen some. I've seen someone attempt to... You know the red telephone box we looked at last week? Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen someone try to turn that into a TARDIS, which you think wouldn't be that difficult. But no, they sure made it look difficult because it looks like a fucking monstrosity, honestly. <laughs> no. And then from there, well, we kind of know where we're all at there and... I am where I am now. I've designed phallic shape objects. I've designed a Stargate War Rocket Ajax. I've built some of Joe's stuff. I've built some of Scott's stuff. I've built some of Space Time stuff. You know, all these stuff that people have designed. Uh, I've gone, um, give me. Uh, get to yeah. you in a minute. Pipe down. Pipe down, man. Come on. <laughs> You've got a special we- segment. Have I? Okay. <laughs> um, so, all, all these creators I've met because of Scott. You know, and then, like I say, Space Time introduced me and Craggle, who also found a fascination with my giant blue box. So I <laughs> sent it to him twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my Lego Dark Age, and I'm well and truly out of it, thanks to pretty much everybody who's in the chat and on this podcast, really. So <laughs> pat yourselves on the back. So for you, awesome. I guess... You went into a dark age where a point where you were in the military and didn't really have, you know, the space or the time to have like a hobby really because it was pretty f- full on. Mm. And then when you came out of it, then you you it sounds like you kind of got back into Lego through the community. It was the community that drew you into the, yeah. back into Lego. I would say the biggest the biggest time I was out of it would have been when I from twenty fifteen to building the Saturn V with um, Scott at Seattle. That was about five years. And that was um, that was just various things. Me moving around from place to place and um, poor choices in women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> they weren't supportive of the hobby. <laughs> I mean, that kind of, I guess, segues into my moment i guess because uh mine is a much more um traditional dark age i guess i kind of i mean i was never full on with lego it was always there but i i think i mentioned to you i had very few actual lego sets as a child i had more a a sort of i I had more collection of different bricks like i had loads of red two by four bricks and then some yellow two by eights i used to make a lot of stuff with that and i used to make little stickers and um paper signs to go i remember wanting the lego mcdonald's set if anyone remembers that from the 90s oh wow Um, i do 
I kind of do. Yeah. So I made my own, and I remember making it out of the red bricks, and I remember, like, doing the McDonald's logo. And do you know when toys used to come with those sticker sheets, and they always had that excess bit of white? You know, that was technically a sticker, but it was just the back in it. I used to draw on that, then cut it out as a shape and have custom stickers. Which is funny because ah, nice. now I absolutely hate stickers on Lego, but you as a I kid, both. that was like we one of my... We both hate stickers. Yeah, so... I mean, I've talked about this before in other forums or, I don't know, episodes or whatever, but the first Lego set I remember buying for myself was the lightsaber duel. And that was in 1999. That was the Lego Star Wars one. It was the the one that Sam mentioned earlier on. It's mm. the Tatooine one that has Qui-Gon Jinn versus Darth Maul. Had a little build mm. for the Darth Maul speeder bike and uh, a moisture evaporator. And it had like two alternate builds on the back of the box that you didn't have instructions for the alternate builds. You just had to do it based on the pictures. Oh, that's interesting. I remember, I remember vividly buying that set. And that was the first set I bought for myself. But it was probably for the longest time... The last Lego set, I don't remember. I think I got a couple more after that, but that was kind of right on the cusp of my Dark Age, really. And then all of a sudden, it was like some sort of switch in my head went off, and I was like... I gotta go do adult things. I don't know, okay. well, I don't know adult things, but it was music. It was, <laughs> it was uh, you know, girls and stuff. You know, it was all yeah. like, I can't be into toys, that's not cool, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that hobby just went like gone overnight <laughs> just got put into boxes and got <laughs> sent up into the attic and uh for the longest time it was pretty much all girl stuff but i still had like some geeky tendencies i remember in college being into like some um i remember when alien versus predator came out and i remember collecting <laughs> the, the fit before the film came out they had all these cool figurines not lego figurines just you know action figure right. ones but like you know more expensive ones and i remember getting some of those I remember someone in college took the piss out of me. And I remember that was kind of like a thought where I was like, oh, okay, this isn't cool. I probably shouldn't be doing this. And I don't want to say like I didn't, I turned into someone else, but other things took priorities. And I think through most of my teenage years into my early 20s, I kind of strayed away from anything remotely geeky. There was very few stuff. I think mm. Ghostbusters was like the only thing that I didn't have a dark age of. You know, I was focused on listening to music going to concerts i was focused on you know uh films girls way too many girls poor choice of women i should say you know <laughs> and you know when you are around people who were my friends and i you know i had a lot in common with them yeah. at the time they weren't into those kind of hobbies i think that affected that part of me and then i met my wife when i went back to uni the second time to do my master's i went um, so I did uni, did my my degree, took a year out, worked in the film and TV industry. Um, terrible industry to work in, by the way. <laughs> uh, and then went back and did, did, did a master's over two years. And I did over two years so that I could basically work part-time and support myself. And that's when I met my wife, who was doing her undergraduate. And it just, through natural getting to know each other, realized that she was into lots of geeky stuff as well. And it, it was kind of basically through that i kind of started opening up and reconnecting with these these uh franchises these hobbies that i loved and some we already shared some i introduced her to some she introduced me to and lego was one of the ones that kind of trickled over a few years um it started off i remember getting the odd polybag free with a newspaper or getting a, a collectible minifigure hmm. 
Um, yeah, our newspaper for a while, there was a few years, Sam will probably know this in UK, where they did a thing where you had a token newspaper, yeah. you took it to a local news agent, and you got a free Lego poly bag. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it was the only reason anyone would buy that newspaper, because it was a really racist newspaper. Oh, oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, but, they you know, did lots of that, didn't they? Yeah, it was like, it was wow. a paper basically that, you know, was borderline white supremacist. Also, everything gives you cancer, you know. But no, no one read it. You just wouldn't have got the free Lego, you know. Um, We're gonna try to indoctrinate the young ones. <laughs> it was an adult newspaper. There was nothing child about it. But it was just just this offer with, hey, you get the paper this Saturday or this Sunday, you can get a free Lego Spider-Man poly bag or a free. They did a Lord of the Rings one with Gandalf as well. I remember. Oh man, um, that's it. And I had a. Get your free uh, Lego minifigure with every with every box of, <laughs> of beer cans. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess it was the UK equivalent of open a bank account, get a free gun, you know? So, like, <laughs> 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 it, was like, it was buy a, a white supremacist newspaper, get a free Lego set or something. And I, it wasn't oh, white supremacist, yeah. but you know what I mean? It was very, right. very sort of right. Um, right wing, if that makes sense. Um hmm. But yeah, I started getting poly bags. I started getting loose minifigures. And then the first actual proper set I got coming out of my Dark Age was the Lego Kuso, which is now Lego Ideas, DeLorean set. And that was the first Lego set I built as a an adult, you know, using inverted commas, um, <laughs> as an adult. And after that... Define the flood... adult. Define adult. <laughs> yeah. I'm 40. Biologically speaking, I was an adult. Maybe not mentally. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, after that, it was just the floodgates opened up and it just got. I started buying more sets, more expensive, more bigger sets until I finally then started my own YouTube channel in 2017 at the time when I was off work with depression. Wow. Um, really dark period of my life and i had already gotten back into lego but i was leaning on the hobby quite heavily um just to sort of keep me going and um i i decided to basically start a youtube channel mainly originally through lego dimensions if you remember the video game lego dimensions yes yeah, yeah. uh so I, I started my channel with a lot of naivety because I was coming at it, I seen a few people doing Lego Dimensions or just general video game videos, and I thought, hey, I could do something about Lego, not even realizing there was already, you know, a whole like subculture of Lego YouTubers. So when so I you, started doing it, you stumbled it, I had... into being an influencer without any knowledge of the current community. I mean, I, influencer That's... is giving me way more credit than I'm due. But... And I would say the first video I started working on wasn't even the first video I published because I started working on a video about like, top uh, five packs I want to see in Lego Dimensions, which I think ended up being like my third video. Whilst working on that, because I had no idea what I was doing, um, I did. Um, a set review of the Lego Batman Joker's Lowrider. And by that point, I'd seen a few other people doing it. So I was kind of like, you know, doing what I thought everyone did by doing the uh, the the build on a white backdrop. I used a white sheet, you know, and so showed it <laughs> oh from different God. angles. You look at it, you, you watch that video, it's still up there. It's the most cringy review video ever. And it oh, has man. absolutely no distinguishing features whatsoever. It, like, it could be anyone's generic review. What was... so? What was the uh, what was the one video you showed us that's like you just going off on this like box? Oh yeah, so yeah, when uh, Joe and his <laughs> wife came 
uh, to yeah, the UK, yeah, yeah. and we were around Sam's house in England. Uh, we showed him one of my old videos, and it was um, Zavi did a mystery Lego box, and it was supposed to have like it didn't know exactly what was in there, but it was supposed to have a Lego um, T-shirt and a Lego exclusive item, and it was honestly the biggest pile of turds <laughs> they could fit into a you know a, I, a cardboard you, shoe box. It was terrible. You couldn't see your face, but you could you could just. Feel Feeling. your disappointment and anger just coming through the speakers. You're just like, well, this is no, this can't be no, this is no, this is shit. <laughs> the thing is, when I posted that video, I was actually legitimately angry and upset. But now, when I watch it back, it, it is funny. Like I find myself laughing. And when I saw the comments coming through, people were like, "This is hysterical." I'm like, "Why is yeah. it hysterical? It's a shit." Because it's so honest. It's so honest. <laughs> But it was, I, I think that was one of the influential videos where I realized I found my voice is kind of like, you know, the, the angry craggle, the, the British, you know, anger. Some Americans don't get, like, as a humor point of view that, you know, because sometimes I do play up to it, obviously. I pretend right. to be more angry when really I don't give a fuck because it's fun, you know? And uh, some people get it and they enjoy it. And some people are like, why are you crying? I'm like, well, one, I'm, I'm being Listen. angry, not sad. And two, it's clearly done for for, for humor. humorous effect, yeah. you know, you know. So, yeah. But yeah, so that is how I come out of my dark age. I think it was a combination of finding the right woman, someone who I could share a side of me that I felt like I'd not necessarily had to hide, but had to <laughs> sort of stay away from, or you know, should be ashamed of, and also a combination of using it to to help with my mental health, really, which I think you know. In a I way, mean, is kind of what you said, Joe, as well, you know, and kind kind of the same, different, yeah, different vectors of it, but the same. It's interesting because we've got three very different stories, but there there, there seems to be common threads there of like, you know, using Lego as an outlet, uh, community, you know, yeah, people coming together through it. So, mm. yeah, it's funny for a hobby that you think you could just do in your room by yourself, how <laughs> social you can be with it, you know? Yeah. And um, it, I've I've had to confront other other things about myself, like uh, social anxiety and stuff like that. And just having that community there, where I mean, we've talked about this a bunch, Craggles. Some people are just assholes, no matter what you do, <laughs> like no matter what community it is, that you're gonna have good. someone who's just like, what? Oh, what? We've got we've got a <laughs> wife spot in. Make another another She's... another joke. Uh, you need to set the record straight. <laughs> she wants to set the record straight, guys. <laughs> oh, God. How much has he paid you? Hey. <laughs> Hello. Are we here? <laughs> Good to be back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? She's going to take over for me, okay? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I listened to you last week. <laughs> and the uh, the clip that you played that I was featured in. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, it totally it totally sounds like I said the thing. Yeah, it <laughs> totally. Was it that I said. Uh, he did say that, or he. Oh, it sounds like I said, I I, I didn't, didn't say, say that, that but, but I actually was trying to say. I did say that, and I did say that, 
but it's not that impressive because his was, his was the first I'd ever seen. So like, I, I didn't have a comparison point. Okay, so I did say it. It's not that impressive. Now. Get out of here. That's all. What has just happened? I, I feel like... Did I step into a different dimension? <laughs> Hang on a second. I think we've just had a whole different revelation here now. So, wow. Okay, so... So many questions. So she did say that's bigger than I thought, but but it's not impressive. Okay, because she hasn't actually had no context. But now she has had context, apparently. <laughs> and it's not impressive. Okay. Now that she's seen so many others. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think... I think you've killed Sam. Oh, wow. Uh... So funny. <laughs> I don't know whether that's helped your case any further? No. Or made it worse for you, mate? <laughs> no. And I'm kind of leaning towards it's made it worse for you. Well, oh. she, she's absolutely... <laughs> that. She's been, she's been, like, saying to me, like, I really want to correct that. Like, I really want to correct that. And I'm like, you can. You might make it worse. <laughs> H- however much you paid her to come on and say that, it wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't, though. No. <laughs> Should have been more. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Oh. Okay. Well, we've been going. We originally were gonna go make this shorter than last week. We thought last <laughs> week was a long one because it was introducing who we are, getting back into the habit. <clears throat> we've actually gone longer on this one, so uh, I yeah, blame Joe. But... <laughs> and and then Emily showed up. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm happy with that because that was so yeah. worth it. <laughs> That's not that what she said. Worth- <laughs> Jacob says next episode should be a would you rather I did consider that actually I thought if I can't do smash or pass should I do would you rather, would you rather? But... Jacob be careful I'm in charge next episode yeah so. I should I should mention that um, next week Joe is taken over as the head host um so yeah, feel free to skip that one if you want to. Yeah, seriously. That'll, that'll, help, that'll help my anxiety if less people show up. <laughs> Including my beloved wife. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. I should have put that as your buzzer. Uh... Anyway, okay. Okay. Um, Sam, you have the floor. Um, go for it. Self-promote away. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for joining tonight. Um, if you want to see all the amazing sets that you can get, they're here behind me. Way You can get instructions for the TARDIS, the Stargate, the Dirt Farm, and the Dalmatian-sized penis. All on my Etsy store. Um, the link might be in the description, because Craggle loves me, so I'm sure he put it there. Yeah, I did. Hey, thank you. <laughs> And uh, Joe, hey, time for you to self-promote, which I know you love doing. So I don't, but okay. Yeah, I'm Joe Fuck from off. Skylab. No. You love self-promoting. <laughs> <laughs> Wee. Yeah, uh, I'm Joe from Skylab Bricks. You can come follow me on Instagram. I try to post uh, post things. I've taken a slight hiatus over the last couple of weeks, um, trying to get everything working with the 
you know, the podcast and the stream and everything. Um, but come follow me on Instagram under Skylab underscore bricks. Uh, come see my Etsy store uh, under Skylab bricks, where you'll see a lot of my entirely too large creations. And I am currently in the process of also opening a store in uh, uh, Rebrickable. So I, I am slowly bringing some of my designs onto Rebrickable right now and would love to, you know, I need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so long and luscious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm Joe under Skylab Bricks. Thanks. Cool. And uh, I'm Cut the Craggle. You can find me on Instagram as Cut the Craggle. I'm also on other social media like TikTok. I need to post more on TikTok. Um, I just forget. Uh, I also have my own website, cutthecraggle.com, where I sell my custom minifigures. There's other stuff on there as well. Um, printed tiles and some custom uh, pieces. I'm going to be expanding the store very soon to include some more stuff, but primarily as custom minifigures. Please do go check it out and uh, consider buying from me and that's it. I, I'm shit at self-promotion. I already feel my skin crawling. Ugh. One of these you days... Nailed it, mate. Nailed it. One of these days yeah. I'll get better at self-promotion, but not right now. It is not this day. You're good, man. You're good. So, yeah, like uh, like Sam said, I want to thank everyone who's watched this, uh, this live stream. It will be uh, available now in its uncut form for my channel members. If you've missed it, if you want to watch it back or listen to it back, the audio podcast version will be available hopefully, I think, around Monday uh, at every place where great podcasts are available. And I'll also upload the audio podcast uh, to YouTube on Friday so you can catch up on it then ready for Saturday's monstrosity hosted by Joe. Whee! <laughs> Uh, until then, I hope you're all happy, safe, and healthy. And remember, we still don't have a catchphrase. Wee! Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>